Okay. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 529 Drunkchester Podcast. I'm Jose Zoli. I'm Tyler. Enjoy me. We have the man, the myth, the himself, Sir Colonel Campbell. What's up, buddy? Pretty good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did this whole like long intro. We were like eight minutes in, and I switched <laughs> stuff, and I realized uh, I muted myself by accident. So like I was like, fuck. Luckily, I caught it like after like a minute or two. But uh, yeah, we did this whole thing, and then like I switched, and then like I'm like, oh shit, the last like two minutes I've been talking, you couldn't hear me. So um whoops uh but uh yeah so i'm gonna do this whole rigmarole again this is the second podcast we record tonight but the fourth time we've had a restart of like the fourth time we've had to start a podcast tonight because we've had so many <laughs> fucking issues so this is where we're at it's the end of the year uh we're exhausted um from just our real jobs and real life um and then on top of this doing this podcast so i think gables and i um Definitely deserve a break. So if you maybe forgot or didn't listen to last week's episode 528, um, we talked about we just recorded 528. We're recording 529 now, but uh, we we decided to take a break for the holidays because it's you know it's Christmas weekend, and uh, I think you know we're gonna be busy. And instead of trying to figure out a time when we're gonna do the podcast, uh, which figured just be easier to just like hey let's just record an episode tonight and give us the week off, give us that weekend off and. We're gonna need. To, we I think we deserve it. We haven't had a a break from recording since game of the year last year, which was the first second week of January. So uh, it's been a year. So uh, you know, goddamn it, we deserve it uh, for two guys that just do this for fun. Um, but um, kind of what's going on for the next few weeks? Uh, this week, Gables and I are doing a, a fun little thing here where we're gonna record. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we have like a little game informer list here that has the uh, the release schedule for all of 2022 and if we have time we're gonna do 2023 as well for what we have so far um that'd be kind of fun we did this we we did it uh, doing it before a show a few months ago and we were having such a good time with it we stopped it after a couple months we like got to like the like through the march we're like let's just stop let's go back let's save this for the christmas up the christmas episode like nothing's happening uh, at least assuming so food current me is thinking a week from now Probably not a lot going on, so this kind of works out for us, and uh, everything's shut down anyways. Probably not gonna be a lot of rumors, a lot of news, uh, stuff like that. But uh, that's the, so that's what we're gonna do this week. But hey, um, the kind of plan is for the next few weeks, the next month or so, it's gonna be kind of weird for us. Like uh, we're gonna we're doing this this week, obviously. Uh, and then next week we'll be back with a live recording on Sunday, January first. We'll be back Saturday or Sunday night, and we'll be doing our beginning our top ten game of the year list. Uh, Gibbles and I uh, will the first the live one will be we'll do a live episode of going through ten through six, and maybe honorable mentions will depend based off how long we go, and then uh, we'll stop that recording and then we'll do another recording for us that will go up on the following week on Saturday January seventh that will be five through one of our top ten personal games of the year, so that's kind of the plan. So then we'll be back with a normal show January fourteenth that Saturday night. So that's kind of the plan for us. Um, so the next Three four weeks will just be kind of will not be normal episodes, but uh, um, yeah. So, but you know, it's that time of year, not a lot, probably not a lot of stuff happening. But if something does, something crazy happens, Gables and I will try to figure out a way to come back and do um a, a podcast or talk about it, whatever. But uh, personally, I kind of hope nothing does happen. That's crazy because, um, like I said, we haven't we've we've had one week of one weekend off of podcasting for uh in the last year and a half mm. so since e3 2021 we have not we've taken one week off 
Uh, so, and we, we've put a podcast in between there, but, uh, we have not, we have not taken, having a break, uh, in like I said, a year and a half really. So, uh, God damn it. We deserve it. So, um, <laughs> but all right, Gables, like I said, the plan is this week is, uh, we're going to go through and we're going to, uh, kind of scroll through this list here. Uh, so like I said, we're going to go through 2022. All right. Let me make sure. All right, cool. So I, I am Gables. I did not yes. mute myself this time. So we're, okay, we are, good. we're off to a good start. I made sure I double checked it. We are good. Uh, all that. So if you're a YouTube listener, um, we are, you can see here, I'm sharing the screen. We are looking at the, uh, the game informer list for the, for 2022 games. Um, and, uh, so if you're a podcast listener, it's totally fine. You could totally, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we, we talk about what we'll list, list what we're talking about. But, uh, um, yeah, so we're gonna go through this, but Hey, if you like this, please like, follow, subscribe, look down the show description down below. You'll see the links to all of our social, our personal social accounts. Um, our, our, the drunk Dashers pod, uh, podcast, Twitter, Facebook account, uh, app podcast, Spotify, extra life is in there. Our YouTube account, all that stuff is in there. Please go to those places, like, follow, subscribe. Uh, if if you are mostly a podcast listener, um, we are pretty much on everything. Um, so if you just search wherever you're listening at, um, Audible, uh, whatever, we're on it. Please, like I said, especially if you're a YouTube watcher, if, if you listen to podcasts on like a, a on like a Spotify or Apple or anywhere else, give us a download because every time you guys download it, uh, Gables and I get a little bit of money for it. So we really would appreciate it if you uh, did that for us. So, uh, but Gables. Are you ready to go, buddy? Yep. All let's right. start. Cool. Let's do that. All right. Let's go scroll through some ads here. So we're going to scroll into January Gables. If you see anything you want to talk about, okay. stop me. Let me know. Uh, and if there's anything I'm, I'm seeing here I want to talk about, I'll, I'll definitely jump in. So um, we're scrolling into January here. We've got a nice little picture of Pokemon Legends Arceus. I'm sure we'll spend some time on that one. But uh, wait, did Splunky 2 come out this year or was that just on Xbox? It came out. I think it may have just been on Xbox. Okay, man. God of War, wow! God of War came out. Twenty eighteen came out uh, on PC this year. Nobody saves the world. That's a game that yeah. was, it was a Game Pass launch game. Um, I can't remember who is the makers of that game. I'm gonna click on the link here. Um, Drinkbox, they're the the. Oh yeah, um, Drinkbox Studios, the Guacamole people. Yes. Uh, so uh, they made that game. It was it came out on Game Pass. I think it was still might be on Game Pass. Um, it was actually yeah. a really good game. It was just like, man. It, it was just uh uh it was it was a long game it was like man like I, it was kind of like i didn't have anything bad to say about it it's just like i definitely had my time with it i moved on but i uh, mean that was a that was a very good january game coming out <laughs> um yeah uh river city girls came out the ps5 this year as well january okay. 18th Yu-Gi-Oh! master that's a game i'm shocked that neither of us have really played yeah honestly that is sort of surprising but at the same point this is like a uh Almost sort of like a professional-ish type of Yu-Gi-Oh game and stuff to where you have a whole bunch of different set of like rules that are not more akin to like, they're more akin to the TCG more so than they are of like, say, just the game for yeah. the game sets and stuff. So this is the the free-to-play Yu-Gi-Oh game where it just kind of upgrades like based upon like uh, the different formats and this and that. And you can play against people, other people online and stuff, but... Honestly, I hadn't been really too much inside of a Yu-Gi-Oh kick, so that's pretty much why I never didn't even attempt to want to play too much of it this year. No, oh, okay, yeah, I, I think I played a little bit of it, and uh, yeah, I was just like, I mean, I, I'm more of like I like the 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 legacy, the duelist, you know, like the story stuff to it. So yeah, 
I just want to point out, Gables, I just realized I bought this beer. Yeah. Only for the name. Uh, it's called Frank Get in the Car. <laughs> I thought the name was really funny, and that's the reason I bought it. I just realized, I realized it's 9% alcohol. Uh, so, yeah. So I was like, man, I'm feeling that. Were there right any now. other types of little surprises or something like that? What? Let's say, was there any other type of little surprises that you had to say, though? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Um, oh, Gables, I did want, I, I forgot to, I, I mentioned this last week. I, I wanted to talk about it in this podcast. Okay. Something crazy happened to me. Okay. I was at, um, I was at work. You know, I'm, I'm a delivery driver. Um, uh-huh. I won't say what company, but it's one of the big two. We can figure out from there. Um, and I was getting, I was getting gas in the small town. And uh-huh. I was getting gas. And I, I see, I see a credit card. It looks like a credit card on the ground. Yeah. Uh, by the pump. And I go to pick it up. It's a Visa gift card. Okay. And I'm like, okay. And I'm sure like a lot of people have found those. And like, I've found multiple in my life, especially like in this job. Like you just find like a gift card on the ground. And um, I always look, you know, like I'll just grab it. And like, there's no name on it. There's no way to track to who it is. Oh boy. Yeah. So, um, because it was a credit card. My, I saw, I thought I saw a credit card. I'm like, I'll go turn it into the the the, uh, the people at the gas station. I'm like, hey, I found this credit card. That was my original thought. I'm like, oh, it's a Visa gift card. I'm like, all right, well, I'll look it up and uh, and uh, like, because I found them and like, I'll look. Oh, maybe there's some like. My, my thinking was they used it and they just threw it on the ground or something like that, just being lazy. Right. Um, so I looked up I, I went on the website, typed in all the information, looked up to see, how much, see if there's any money on there. Okay. <laughs> there's $100 on their cables. Oh, my God, dude. There's $100 on there. And not just like I looked at like when the money was put on there. The money was put on there over a year ago. Over a year ago, yeah. so this person had it in their possession for that long and never spent it. Yes, and oh. so I like, I'm like, well, I I don't feel any really any like I'm like at first I'm like oh, that's kind of shitty if I spend it. And I got looked at, I'm like, oh, I mean they've had the money for a year, and there's no like I said, there's no way to track it who it belonged to. There's, it's long gone yeah. now. I mean, for God's sakes, whoever had the thing initially and stuff like that, they obviously didn't know that they lost it. Yeah. Obviously. So, uh, bought a, bought a hundred dollar PSN card. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. <laughs> and I, oh, I, that's funny. I pre-ordered a uh, final fantasy 16 with it and I still got like 40 bucks left. So, well, yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, hell that's, that's a hell of a freaking thing to happen across. You know, that's kind of like, that's kind of like somebody at uh, my prior workplace or something like that that uh, was going through the shoes and like going through shoe boxes and accidentally uncovering three thousand huh? dollars instead of a shoe box. That's way better than my story, <laughs> dude. No, but the thing was, it's like we turned. She had to turn that one in and oh, stuff because for one, it's like it had to go through the whole security protocols and stuff at the former workplace. And so, what was she rewarded with? Was like a. Uh, she was rewarded with like three hundred extra dollars in her paycheck, on top of a day off, and then like, oh uh, yeah, sort of like that. Yeah, that was pretty much the extent of it and stuff. But the funniest part about it is the people that were going through the initial things, loading up the Gaylords and stuff. It's like if they had saw that, they they wouldn't have turned it in. I mean, for for God's sake, that much money yeah, now. Gables, no. um, I consider myself a good person and an honest man. <laughs> um. That three grand would have been mine. 
Like, I, <laughs> that one, I would have 100% kept that's that money. Why I, that's why I was glad that it was, like, one of the, the ladies and stuff like that that, uh, you know, was fairly nice and stuff like that. One of the older ladies was fairly nice and stuff like Just that happened to bond, like, actually, like, just told me, it's like, hey, you know what? It's like, yeah, I found this here. Like, could you, like, turn this in? I was like, okay, well, that's fine. It's like... Yeah, it was just one of those things. But just going back, though, you finding a $100 freaking gift card randomly to pump, that's crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy, dude. Yeah, and it's like what what kind of like, um, you know, like, because uh, like, I, I always like, I, I do like a, a roll route. So I have like a, go I go a lot of different, I have a lot of miles, a lot of driving. Uh, so like in the last couple of years, like this is my third winter of doing this uh, during like the Christmas, like, people like put out like snacks for you and stuff like that and, like i've had like i probably had like four or five so far this year uh which mm-hmm. i always enjoy like hey like if you are someone that like uh, you know, kind of aside here um if you're somebody that like has a lot of stuff ordered and delivered to your house um that means a lot to us and like i i don't mean like i'm not being being sarcastic like that like actually like when i go to like a house and it's like even if like i've only been there a couple times or i've been there 50 fucking times like when I see like some like some water bottles or a Gatorade or some chips or whatever, like that that actually does mean a lot. Um, but I've had a couple times where like they like they put a sign up like, "Hey, UPS driver, hey Amazon driver, or hey you know FedEx driver, whatever." And uh, they'll have like gift cards for us. So like I've, oh I've, wow like, in my time I've had like uh, like I said I'm I'm mostly like rural so I don't have as many stops and uh, I you know I don't I don't go to like a lot of bigger towns. So yeah, uh, yeah. it was only happened to me, I think twice where I've gotten like, uh, I've gotten like two Amazon gift cards. Like one was like 25 bucks. One was like 15 bucks in like the last wow. two years. So I was like, I'm like, Hey, of course thing Cause like I talked to the, the guys that do like the in-town routes and stuff that do like the, especially like the, you go to the towns where like, where they have the money. I mean, they're cleaning up. They're getting gift card after gift card. They're getting snack after snack. Like Aww. they're getting all kinds of shit. So like, I'm not mad. I'm just jealous. But Hey, so I'm like, Hey, this is me making that's making up for a little bit here because I, I hear about like some of those guys out there making they're getting a couple hundred dollars in gift cards every year. So, uh, well, they deserve it. I mean, for God's sakes, they're on the road consistently. Oh, yeah. You know? I'm not, like I said, <laughs> any ill will I have is pure jealousy. So, uh, for, for where I'm at, where you know, it's like I'm going to these smaller towans, usually have a lot of them are low income, so I don't have the people aren't are giving out what uh, the other places are giving out. So, uh, but let's get back to that. But that was kind of cool. Okay. Um, but moving on here, Gables. Uh, Paparazzi. That was also eh. that was a Game Pass game. It's fine. Didn't really see much to it. I mean, obviously you have the obvious thing here. Rainbow Six Extraction. I mean, there's not really much. I about much. Gables. I totally forgot about Rainbow Six Extraction. What about for Game I'm, Pass? I don't surpri- I'm not surprised because I didn't remember oh this game God. actually released this year t- either until I went into a Walmart a couple of days ago and I saw this thing literally like out the Claret's bin. <laughs> what's funny is like you look at this we had nobody saves the world january 18th paparazzi rainbow six extraction windjammers 2 all game pass day one games yes it four and yeah i mean like paparazzi was like a, a whatever indie game like i enjoyed it for what it was it's like you yeah. just take a picture it's pokemon snap but cute dogs i mean come on right right it's pretty cool uh but man that was actually a pretty good week there for him but like rainbow six extraction was definitely like it was okay i mean like it's definitely one of those like it's not a six, but it's not an eight. Um, 
Well, yeah, that's kind of the moment I had with Windjammers too, which that game was pretty fun to play. And yeah. quite honestly, I did have some previous fun with Windjammers originally on, like, say, the PSN and stuff. Like, I actually had it on my Vita at one time. I was playing that during some of my lunchtime stuff, and that was pretty good. But uh, the second one was pretty fun. You know, it was definitely more much of that uh, seven, maybe seven and a half sort of, like, game to where you'd have initial fun. I did play through multiple different times of the... Uh, of the arcade mode with different characters and stuff. And I kind of left it at that as like my main thing yeah. and stuff. Cause I wanted to focus on other stuff, but uh, yeah, that was pretty much that big thing at that point. But uh, when we're going into other stuff here, I mean, obviously the big elephant in the room right here is like Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, man. <laughs> what a, what a banger year way to begin the year. Uh, exactly. Man. Uh, we, <sighs> That game was fucking incredible. Like, yep. I'm still kind of upset that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet didn't just take more of that game because that game was fucking good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I love. Honestly, I mean, we talked about the grand scheme. In the grand scheme of things, like Pokemon Legends Arceus, that like I like I told you once before, it's like the game was a fantastic base upon future Pokemon games to build upon and stuff. I mean, they didn't have to release another main like Pokemon game throughout the year. And though eventually they did do that with like Scarlet and Violet and stuff, it's like what they released out there was pretty solid. I mean, the Pokemon catching mechanic was fun. Going to different areas was fine. Encountering Pokemon, in their natural habitats, like inside of like a, the Hisuian like region, which is like an ancient Johto region and stuff. Yeah. That was all fun. That was all like new. It felt new. It felt organic. There was different forms to like previous classic Pokemon. It was fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's probably my favorite Pokemon game of the two. Uh, I just love everything about it. Like the, the how fast paced the, the battling was, how fast paced the catching was. I love just like, just, just never nothing felt like a grind in that game um that's true yeah so uh moving on here though we have a uh, uncharted legacy uh uh thieves collection uh i you know i got that one because like you know i i own uh you know if anybody owns either it was crazy it was like i own lost legacy digitally but i didn't own uh uncharted oh no i'm sorry i own uncharted 4 digitally but i didn't own lost legacy di- digitally but if you own one or the other, either physically or digitally, you got both mm-hmm. for just ten dollars. So oh, wow. um, yeah. upgraded that. I replayed Uncharted Four this year, and my God, um, I forgot. Oh, man, like I knew I remember Uncharted Four being fantastic, but I forgot just how fucking fantastic Uncharted Four is. Um, I'm like I'm listening to the music from Uncharted in my head right now, and I have chills. I have goosebumps on my arms right now, just for that. I was having this. I don't know. Yesterday, just yesterday. I was driving uh, at work and I was just like, I just thought about like, man, I do this every now and again. We're like, you think about like, like an E3 or whatever, or like a place to showcase, whatever you want to call it, where it's like, you just see like um, the, the logo of the company come up and you just get chills. Kind of like when like you just saw from software pop up before they yeah. announced armor core. It's like, and the crowd erupted at the game awards. It's like, it's like that. But I was like, I have that feeling, but like, when we see Naughty Dog again, like we haven't had that in so fucking long of like, man, uh, I, it just gave me like chills. Like just think about like the next time we get like a place to showcase and I see that Naughty Dog logo pop up like, Oh my God. Like I, I just get like whatever, it, whatever it is, whether it's factions to 
Last Part Three. What are the fuck they're working on next? Um, man, like I, I I've been like, oh man, I want to play Lost. I want to play uh, Lost Legacy again because, goddamn, those games are so good. I miss Uncharted, Gills. Mm. I miss Uncharted. Let's move on. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered Collection came out February first. Um, yeah, I want to buy those, but it's like I, I have a rough time playing Life is Strange one. Uh, even though I love that game and I have the art book back here on my shelf, um, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, like certain like music or movies yeah. ever tie you to a time. And I remember like for me, like kind of makes this a sad thing. Sorry about this, but like Life is Strange, I remember playing episode three with my first dog, Gertie. I was playing the game, and then that's when she had her seizure, and then ultimately led to her me putting led to me putting her down. So it's like, as much as I love to replay through that game. Whenever I think about Life is Strange One, I think about that moment. So it's like, fuck. It's like I really I love that game so fucking much, but it mm. just that game will permanently forever be tied to uh, that moment to me that will be burned into my fucking brain. So uh, yeah, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. Oh, the, okay, the iOS version, the the mobile version. Okay, Dying Light Two came out this year, Gables. Yes, it did. February fourth. Jesus, that's a game that like. I remember, I'm, and man, it's like, that's one of those franchises, that's like, a, I think everybody has like those franchises where like, man, I think if I got into it, I really like it. Uh, and so I remember like Dying Light, like that game felt like a whatever to me, the first one, like in 2014. And I remember Jake, when it, uh, who was like original th- third host uh, of the podcast long, long ago, he swore by this game. And <laughs> I just kind of brushed it off as whatever. And then you find out, no, people just really like that game. And then Dying Light 2 came out, and I've heard, like, and, like, the, like it's not like a game of the year contender by any stretch of imagination, but, like, I've heard, like, very positive things about that game. So, like, the first game. And then, like, the second game, it's, like, same thing. I heard it's, like, it's not, like, going to blow you away by, like, any, by any stretch of imagination, but it's, like, hers just a great time. And it's, like, fuck. Like, it's one of those games where it's, like, I just don't think I'll ever actually get into, but uh, I I feel like I really want to. But uh, ah. well, yeah, I didn't really have too much. I didn't really have too much like uh, optimism when it came to Dying Light Two coming out. I mean, Grant, I didn't really play too much of the original stuff. I've only saw like maybe some of my friends play it and maybe tried a little hand at playing it. But uh, Dying Light 2 really didn't have too much anticipation for me. I mean, at that point and stuff, I was so into Legends Arceus that I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I just really just passed over this game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the, the first beginning, like the beginning of this year was just pretty crazy. I mean, we had all the other world February 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that game was nominated for uh, for best sports uh, racing game of the year. Yes, it was. Uh, Sifu also came out February 8th. Man, what a fucking... Mm. Uh, stretch we had here. I, I I love Sifu. I ended up playing it later on when they they did like the uh, they had like an easier difficulty mode to it. Yeah. And I played through it and like that game is fucking fantastic. I I highly recommend uh people play that game. Uh, I think it's on it's on Switch now too. But oof. <laughs> like I don't know if uh, people see that <laughs> gameplay, but oh boy. Um. So it's definitely if you have a PC or PlayStation console, just play it on there. But uh, that game was fucking incredible um i didn't i'm 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 really happy i waited to play it when like the easier difficulty came out because like it's a roguelike game and like, this is not like i'm not a big roguelike person uh but like yeah this that game was 
utterly fantastic. So I recommend that anybody um, check the game out. Uh, Gable's personal game of the year, Crossfire X, came out February 10th. Um, <laughs> I never even played that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I downloaded it and like I got so frustrated trying to figure out how to just play the game. Because like, I want to check it out because it's Remedy. I love Remedy. Um, like people that make control and Alan Wake and stuff, but I mean, it's one of the worst. Um, I was listening to the Easy Ally podcast, and they they were like going through the ten lowest rated games of the year. Mm-hmm. I think this was like the one of the, like the five worst. It was like it was in the top five or bottom five, I guess rather, uh, of, uh, lowest rated games of the year. So uh, mm-hmm. it's just like a game that was like uh, from like the rumors that we heard going into it was like it was just in development hell. And then it just like well we gotta put this thing out so they put it out and it was just shit so, um, but yeah, I know Gables loved it though so, <laughs> um, I don't know if there's anything else. Cyberpunk finally coming out. We got that big patch, February fifteenth yep. from them, coming out the new gen- new consoles. We finally got it's really it's finally got that one point patch. Uh, fourteen months later, from <laughs> Cyberpunk, um. I remember I went back. I, I picked it up for like five bucks or whatever. I found it for like five dollars, and I played for like four or five hours after like my initial playthrough. After playing like I think it was like a few hours, and I lost like the game crashed, and I ended up losing a bunch of save progress. I'm like, oh fuck this. Um, I don't know. I know people love that game. I just it didn't do anything for me. Uh, I know Gables, you bought the game. You've been like I don't know if that's yeah. a game you ever went back to or planning on going back to though. I have it in, I have the initial game like installed like on my PS5 and stuff. It's just waiting for that right moment for me just to go forth to get into it. Because yeah. uh, obviously with everything else going on toward the later part of the year and stuff, I had downloaded the initial PS5 game, you know, that old option stuff to get that version and stuff where you just need to put it in the PS4 disc in order to play it and yeah. stuff. So everything's all set up and stuff. But once I'm done with a couple other games, I want to get into that game sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, that and the Witcher Three thing because they had its PS Five yeah. thing that just released a couple long, days ago. Not too long ago. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just I really wish I get into their games more, but they just uh, it's just not for me. Um. King of Fighters Fifteen came out. Does that come out this year? Yes, it did. Okay, it did come out this year. I mean, I've let's see. I do know that it did come out to some good reviews and stuff like that, but it wasn't as strong as some people may have been hoping for. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I didn't have really a chance to go forth and experience that. But I will say the game that I did experience a bit later on this year was Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, that expansion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that expansion was pretty good. I mean, Expect I, that to be in your top ten list. Well, yeah, that's just one of those things to where, yeah, I understand that you would expect that to be in my top ten list. I mean, the story itself was rather fine. I mean, the gameplay was fantastic. I've... The initial... Dungeon and the initial like strikes and everything else like that surrounding things was great and it actually set itself nicely. So when like uh, the next expansion comes out in like February 2023, it's going to be uh, Nightfall. It yeah yeah Nightfall, Lightfall, Lightfall. yes Lightfall. Oh, but at this point, so it came during a time like uh, when my interest in Destiny Two was actually like uh, I. It's one of those times where this year is actually the least amount that I've actually played Destiny 2 in quite a long while. But uh, I looked at the PSN stuff, and basically I had like maybe 50 hours max or so like that for Destiny 2 for the entire year, as opposed to like having over 100 for the past previous huh. stuff. And that's because of 
other games. And that's because of I did not want to go through that initial grind again in order to get things completed for tasks and this and that. But as an expansion, Witch Queen was pretty damn good. Yeah. And that's like uh, everything I've heard about Witch Queen is like it's like they definitely had that because like um, usually they have it like the second half of the year. They had the big update and they got delayed to yep. the early the beginning of the year. Um, but uh, and people seem people really love this one. Uh, I think it's funny though, like you said, you like you looked at your thing like your uh, oh, that's something we should have done. We should have looked at our um, our because they had, they oh, just the... did like the year review of like Switch and PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, no surprise. Uh, <laughs> number one, number two were Madden twenty two and Madden twenty three for me. But uh, it's funny <laughs> that like um, my I think three was Horizon for Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok was four, and uh, I replayed through Final Fantasy VII Remake and the DLC this year, and that was uh-huh. number five for me. But uh, it's funny like you say like you put fifty hours into Destiny two this year, and it's like that's considered a down year for you, which is like yeah that's for that show- game yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's definitely cause like, I, th- I felt like, I mean, I've just heard like for a long time there, everybody was playing about Destiny 2 dead game. And I, you know, it's like life service games. Every game has that stretch where like life service game has that stretch where like there's nothing going on. But like, I was at that. I like the fact that like you were never like, you definitely like hit that, like that wall where it's like, I'm done with this game for a little bit, but you were like, always like, I'm going to come back. But like, I always hate that when people are like very negative. Ooh, it's a dead game. It doesn't matter. It's like, okay, all right, like. 90% of you don't actually play that game and the other 10, like, 10% of you just kind of frustrated because you're just like, I get like the frustration, but like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, man, I just want, man, I, I really want to play destiny right now. People's fucking weird. Um, but going back a little bit here, February 20, February 18th for, for horizon forbidden West. Mm. Um, it's kind of weird. Gables. Like I really, really, really love that game. And maybe yeah. it's like a, it's an issue of coming out in February, you know, where it's like, that's feels like 25 years ago at this point. Um, but man, it's like, I'm trying to like, I was like, you, you were talking about like last week about doing that like mental thing of like, you've mentally started putting together your top 10 list, but you haven't like put, you know, pin the paper yet. And I was like, where were that game ranked to me? Cause like, if I can think about like, is that game in my top five? And that's kind of crazy to think. Like, I never thought I would have thought, like, I would have said that to myself. Like, maybe that game is in my top five. I don't know. Uh, I feel like the one complaint is, like, that game is, like, f- utterly fantastic. And I love everything about it. But, like, the one, like, and it's just a super complaint where it's, like, it's just more Horizon. <laughs> which is, like, a dumb thing to say. <laughs> but that's, like, the one complaint I have. It's just more Horizon. Um, but, yeah. Uh, moving on here, though. All right, so the big, the other big elephant in the room. Yeah, in uh, regards Altier to this Sophie one. too, the alchemist of the mysteries that dream, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. But I did look into seeing how that game was going to perform, like, rating-wise and stuff, because it's a spinoff for, like, all the Altair series and stuff yeah, like that. Okay. But but uh, getting back to things, yeah, Elden Ring, yes. Yeah, so when that released, what was it, the 25th of February? Yep. That's hilarious. I had to wait a few days until my that game actually came in stock and stuff, and I bought that for the PS5, and oh, Jesus Christ, I went on such a long, arduous journey with that game. Nine, near 100 hours played, 97 to be exact. All sorts of epic moments, all sorts of memorable boss battles. 
And yeah, there's some interesting story stuff hidden in between stuff for those that wanted to do, like uh, for those that wanted to dive in and see a lot of that stuff. But uh, Jesus Christ, dude. Sorry. Right. I just I, <laughs> I just looked at the Frank the Tank uh thing and yeah. in the background like in the thing here I'm gonna hold up to the camera. This is a uh, a video thing. So you see a vehicle here? Yeah. I don't know if you can see this, Gables, but the bumper sticker says Shrieker. <laughs> Shrieker. <laughs> I don't know why it hit me, but I just saw it and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well a lot of my enemies were shrieking when i was taking them out and stuff with my build and elden ring but uh <laughs> all right <laughs> but let me tell you something man it's like it's, it's very rare when i come across one game let alone that just keeps my attention but also not only keeps my attention but has me playing it solid for about an entire month mm. i mean that's the only game i'm playing in that regards and like finally finally when i get towards my end of my run and stuff i'm like okay i feel like i want to play more of this again and i'm like that's the point where it's like okay if i'm gonna do a replay of this i'm gonna do this in another time (laughs) because i want to focus on another game and what's hilarious is ever since that that time that lull and stuff i i did not play any other game for the rest of this year that even came close to the amount of time i spent just playing elden ring this year yeah (laughs) Oh. It's crazy to think that, like, yeah, like you had like a two month stretch where all you did was play Pokemon Legend Arceus, and then it went yep. right into Elden Ring. So, yeah, one two punch right at the beginning of the year, Legends Arceus, and all of a sudden, freaking Elden Ring. Like those two major RPGs. Yeah, <laughs> to start off my year. Yeah, that start. was a great, good start. Yeah. Um, yep. Moving here, we're into March now. March third, Babylon's Fall. Oof, Oof. I'm miss. Uh, that game is already is gonna be shut down. Uh, less than a year, it's supposed to be shut down early next year. I remember like, uh, we talked about there was like, um, there was like a long stretch there where there was only one person playing it for several months on Steam at a time. Um, and it was to complete the game. Yeah, and it's like this is a live service game. I mean, what I mean, like we always talk about like. We've talked about for several years now about the uh, the platinum, uh, that that the, the the high ceiling and the low floor, and mm. I don't think there's anybody else in the business that has the can put out like of the bigger people that we trust of like the bigger developers out there that 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 has a a, a pretty big following that can just put out utter garbage like platinum or it's like. They put out some of the best games of the year. Um, they put out some of the best games that people love, you know, like Nier, uh, uh, Bayonetta, shit like that. Yeah. But then they put out like this or like the TMNT game from uh, a few years back. Um, oh, yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I remember we saw that game like a year or so ago, and that game just looked like pure shit it looked like a ps a late gen ps3 game yeah that was the thing about it that initially turned people off including you and i where it's like you it's that thing where you see one look at a game you're like no this is not gonna go well <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like it's also that one like sometimes like coming out in march can also be like a 
a sign of things to come where like sometimes again comes comes out March and it's totally fine and we'll talk about some of those but like I always have that like from big companies bigger companies um I always have that like I always kind of give you that like that kind of that side eye when you put a game out in March like are you just trying to get this out for the end of the fiscal year are you just are you just putting this game out because uh, this is when you put it out yeah, um that was a fiscal year type of release yes exactly um and then unfortunately it came out the day before Grand Turismo 7, which obviously, like, it sounds like everything about the game is, like, playing it is fantastic, and it seems like they fixed... The big issue initially was, like, the microtransactions were just abhorrent. Um, yeah. But it's, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not defending it at all, but, like, it seems like we're definitely at that, like, phase with, like, these, like, live service games that have microtransactions where it's, like, we're going to overcharge you in the beginning, we're going to let you complain, and then we're going to correct later. Which I guess... I don't know if we put out a video game that might've had a, uh, an audience that would probably be the smart thing to do, but it's also kind of a shitty thing to do. It's like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like both cases are true. It's like, right. It's a smart thing to do, but it's also kind of shitty to do. Um, but yeah, it seems like, it seems like they kind of fixed that game uh, enough where the people are pretty happy about it. And like, uh, there was that really bad case where like, I think like a few couple weeks later, uh, online was just down for like, two days yeah uh, and come to find out you can't play the game without being online so uh, yeah i don't know I, yeah it seems like the game is fine now but it just did not have a good first month oh no no it didn't no um but march 4th was a pretty big pretty big day we also had triangle strategy come out the switch so yeah i heard a lot of good things about it i mean i played a little bit of like the demo stuff i still have my copy and stuff that I really want to delve deep into too, but yeah, it's still pretty. It's still like a pretty decent RPG. Yeah, so super pretty. pretty uh, people are pretty happy about that. Uh, Chocobo GP came out in March tenth. Um, I I want to go. Oh man, that's something I should probably look up here. Right, if we have time, I want to go back and look at all the games Square Enix put out this year. Um, because they, okay. they they might be the worst developer. W2K22. Gibble, did you see this is coming to the the PS Plus extra next month or this month? Yep. Yeah, actually, I did see that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit! They actually got a WWE. That <laughs> the last time they actually did something like that, I think was uh, oh boy, oh boy, they did do like a uh, for the PS3. I think it was 2K16. I think it was 2K16. PS4. Yeah, you know, it was on PS4. Yeah, it was like a. It was, a, it was like a one of the free games or something. PS4 or PS3? I well, think 16 it was would have been would have been on PS4 and PS. Okay, I'm thinking of something else. Then. I think it was 14. Okay. Or... Yes, you're right. Because I remember playing it on 360 with. Uh, yes, Jink. Yeah, because that was one of the few wrestling games I played on the PS3 that I actually went through and got the platinum trophy for. Jesus Christ, skills. Yeah, I did get the platinum trophy for 2K14 because I like 2K13. No, WWE 13. I loved playing that game and stuff. I thought that was a fine game. But then 2K14, before they initially went through their whole rigorous slog or something like that, that was pretty damn good, in my honest opinion. The whole beat the streak stuff with The Undertaker and all this other stuff. Yeah. So with uh, 2K22, you know, I mean, there's rumors having the next iteration is going to be like uh, shown or something like that, like next month, maybe, or next oh. month or two. But uh, yeah, I guess because yeah. we don't know. Like, are, is it gonna just be? A, is it gonna be a March release now, or are they gonna just wait until holiday twenty three to put it out? Because I feel like 
They could probably just wait till holiday to do it, and then just then start the year release after that. That would be the smart. That would be the most logical thing to do. Wait towards like the holiday season in order to release like a decent wrestling game because that ties into not only Survivor Series but also ties into like later on like uh, the holidays and also the ten the Royal Rumble and stuff. I I definitely like where I play, but I was like I remember I rented it from GameFly and I I didn't have a lot of time because like I had like a free month description yeah. and like i only had like a few days to play it so um maybe we could try to like set up like you and i just play that game one night because okay be a good time. yeah that's that's fine too i mean hell if it's gonna be free on ps playstation plus i might as well download it try it out yeah we, we, we got it so yeah it's been a while since i played a new wrestling game yeah <laughs> uh, i'm still waiting on AEW fight forever so oh yeah um gta 5 got the the next gen upgrades this year tunic came out march 16th yeah. Um, their Game Pass, uh, day one game. That was, just, I was so pumped for that game. It's just like, oh, it looks like, it's a, it's linked to the past, but it's a fox. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then like, oh, it's just like a, this weird like, Dark Souls esque, um, link to the like link to the past thing where it's like, also you got to find like, the uh, pieces of, to put together the manual for the game to learn how to play the game. I don't know. Like, well, you know what? That's the thing about Tunic, where it was, it had the un- unfortunate thing for me of being the next game I played after beating Elden Ring and stuff like that, to where I was kind of Dark Souls out yeah. to such an extent, and then like uh, I started playing it and stuff. It was fine, you know. The gameplay is pretty solid. The difficulty is spikes at certain things where I didn't think it would, but. Uh, I put it down because I wanted to focus on another game that was not like Dark Souls like, but uh, I still want to go back to it sooner or later. Yeah. You know, it's definitely got that appeal to it. Yeah, and like I, it's one of those things where it's like it's definitely like I've heard people love that game. Like it's like their top one of their top ten, top five games of the year. Uh, that other people just like ah, I just kind of fell off halfway through. So it's like it's definitely one of those games where it's like. It, like it's one of those things where it's either gonna click for you or it's not. So, uh, but uh, a game that did click for me though, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. Yeah, I I know like it's a joke at this point, but Gables, this game is legitimately awesome. <laughs> I love this game. It's I like surefire top ten in my top ten list. Uh, I really like that game. It's so fu- like it's not good. Like as far as like storyline, it's like, the story is fucking dumb. Um, mm-hmm. this random Frank Sinatra, uh, random Limp Biscuit in the game. It's so fucking stupid. The, like it looks bad. Uh, but like man, they just the game is just. I don't know if they knew what they were making. Um, they had to have known what they were making. And if they did, know? good for them. We're gonna leaned into it because they fucking nailed it. Because that game is awesome. I, I love that fucking game. I adore that game. Like, uh, I know it's like, it's like a meme to like make fun of that game, but like, man, um, I, I just, yeah, whew, what a good game. What a good fucking game that game is. Uh, <laughs> that game is actually really good. And unfortunately it's just going to be remembered for the memes rather than what that the game. The memes and the trailers, the, re- yeah. the, the trailers with Frank Sinatra and Limp Biscuit inside one of the yeah, others. <laughs> whatever. Just very, like hit the, turn his iPhone on like while why where where it's a fantasy RPG and he has a fucking iPhone Limp Biscuit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking weird. Memorable uh, 
another game pass day one game i like the game a lot it's like a 45 minute uh game but uh it will make you cry uh norco came out this year i don't i didn't play that game but uh i don't know i've heard a lot of good things about norco though good things yeah uh ghostwire tokyo um like i would i'd put like strangers of paradise final fantasy origins like a seven seven point five out of ten type of game um i would honestly if i had to like do like a rating for ghostwire tokyo I would probably give it a higher rating than Final Fantasy Origins, um, but I would say Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is a much better game. Because, like, Ghost Warrior Tokyo is, like, 7.5, 8 out of 10 type of game. Um, they do some cool there's some cool concepts in there. I love the being in Tokyo. I just love that atmosphere. I, lo- I wish more games just took place in, in, like, modern day, like, Japan and stuff like that. Even though, like, you know, it's like a, like... Everything's gone to shit, and like there's ghosts everywhere. Uh, I love like the game is beautiful to look at. I love like there's some cool stuff. They do a good job with the loop of like making you want to like do side content like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a, it's not like it's a map game, but it's not like this huge like Ubisoft map game. It's like it's very it's it's not overbearing where like where uh, Ubisoft can be sometimes where it's just too much on there. Uh, I like it, but like just nothing like. There's just not nothing stand out. There's nothing stands out about this game. Like I'm not saying like, I, if you're someone that like, I don't know. Like I, I don't even want to say if you're someone that misses Evil Within one and two. Like I love Evil Within one and two. It's the same studio, Tequila uh, Tequila Gameworks. Um, this just felt like a. It's a video. It's a video game, that came out in 2022. Like, I have no bad things to say about it. I just don't have anything I could say that would like sell you on this game. But if like you find it for like 20 bucks and there is a good amount of stuff, you can, you can have fun with the same game and have a good time with it for mm-hmm. 15, 20 hours. And if that's what you want, you'll get it. But unfortunately a better game came out on March 25th. Yes, it did. Tiny Kirby in the, Oh, I'm I didn't play that game. I don't give a shit about. I, I'm so over Borderlands at this point. Give us what was about the real game of the year, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Absolutely, that is such a fantastic experience. That Kirby game. I mean, this it's unprecedented because this is the first actual like 3D platformer Kirby game that we've officially gotten and stuff from Nintendo and stuff, and they nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. It felt like I was playing a Mario game in the Kirby universe, really. <sighs> And that's that's all that a lot of Kirby... That's pretty much what a lot of Kirby fans had wanted for years. I mean, granted, yeah, 2D stuff was fine. I mean, some of it got stagnant, especially with Star Allies on that previous Switch release, which, yeah, that was like a cut-and-dry, like, typical, like, stereotypical Kirby game and stuff where it did put a lot of people to sleep. I played through it. I beat that initially. But going from that all the way to Forgotten Lands, you know, the Forgotten stuff like that from that was like a step up in the right direction a lot of the collectibles a lot of the worlds the boss battles were fun a lot of the different power-ups were just neat evolving your power-ups <laughs> to different levels and stuff the miniature little try time trials i'm just imagining it in my head again i already want to fucking play it again oh because my God. That, that is yes. how amazing this kirby game is it's quintessentially, honestly, it's up there. It's quintessentially one of the best Kirby games that has come out. Yes. By Nintendo. 
granted, it's like we have Kirby Superstar from Super Nintendo, that amalgamation of the different games and stuff. You have like games like freaking oh god, Kirby's Return to Dreamland and stuff like that. That was in the Wii that released. That's getting remastered and put out on the Switch next year and yeah, stuff. And March. it's like, yeah, in March. This pound for pound is one of the best Kirby games, and and I would argue that this was probably going to be the best Kirby game with everything all said and done. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I mean, there's just not a there you. This is definitely the biggest surprise of the year for me. Um, That's yeah, I, I can understand I, that. There's n- nothing negative that's this is the perfect game for what it is, for what this game wants to be. It is perfect uh, from the gotcha mechanics with the little fucking uh, uh, with like the little we put the coins in and you get the the fucking uh, uh, little statues and shit like that uh, yes. to the um, I mean. When when we saw this game initially, I'm like, okay, this could be a, it's a gimmick, whatever. Like you know, like a lot of 3D Nintendo games have gimmicks. Like who knows if this goes gonna click or not? And like fuck, it turn into a fucking cone or a car. I'm like, all right, that's kind of cute, kind of funny, but how is this gonna work out? And it's like, oh, okay, now I'm like, a, I'm like, I'm I'm turning into like I'm gliding now, or uh, now I'm on a fucking roller coaster. Like, man, that fucking, <laughs> the music part world is probably the coolest fucking any area of any game this year to me. Um, oh, yeah. And the biggest complaint I have about that really is, like, they put it in the game too early because, like, the game peaked, I thought. That was, like, World 3. And then I'm like, man, this game peaked there. And then you get to the... I, go ahead. I honestly felt differently about like it peaking. I could see where you, where like you were at in that regards from where that initial sequence happened and stuff. But let me tell you something, man. Going towards the final stretch oh, of that game, yes. and then like towards the final initial boss battles and like all that other stuff. I mean, that was fucking memorable as shit. And I will admit, a lot of that ending like thing for that boss thing was anime as fuck. Yes. But at the same point, it was amazing because this is like fucking Kirby doing all this shit, yeah. dude. No, that's exactly what I was gonna say. My biggest point was like the game peaked there because I thought like the rest of the worlds were like they were good, but like man, World Three was so was fantastic. Mm. And then you get to that final area, it's like, and it's just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, it just turned into straight anime. And <laughs> if they don't just... The next Kirby game isn't just more of this. Like, you can obviously do a different gimmick. But, like, you found the formula. And just oh, yeah. build upon that. Because I'm all in on whatever the next Kirby 3D game is. I'm all in. Because holy fucking balls. Like, the final boss fight, incredible. That the whole final section game of the year contender shit. Uh, the fact this game wasn't like, I don't know how Xenoblade Chronicles three. I'm not trying to diss Xenoblade, but man, Kirby should have got like for like the Nintendo game of the year slot. Should have went to Kirby. Um, I agree. Cause that game deserves all the, all the flowers, all the roses, whatever you want to say deserves everything. Cause like, hold like, who would have thought that this game could have been that fucking good? Like this by far the biggest surprise of 2022 is fucking Kirby in the front land. Like that was a game. Like I kept saying over and over again, I'm like, 
well, if the reviews are good, like I'll I'll pick it up. And then I remember picking it up, and I'm like, I, play, I remember playing those first couple chapters. I'm like, that's eh, good. Like it's great. And then like it's I'm, I'm enjoying what happened. Then like World Three hit. I'm like, what the what the fucking Agent Parker? I'm like, oh my god. Like it was that near Automata moment where like you got the same thing. You got to the music park in near near Automata. I'm like, this game just went up like 17 notches. But then you got to the final the final chapter of Kirby and it went up. 75,000 more notches. I'm like, how is this possible? How is Kirby so fucking good? How? This might be the one of the greatest Nintendo games ever made. I don't think that's too far-fetched to say. No, I don't think it's too far-fetched either. I mean, hell. It expanded upon the classic series in regards of ways that we always have wanted in terms of like being long-time Kirby fans. I mean, fuck. From its beginnings up until now, I mean, yeah. Kirby fans have been craving for this type of moment for a long ass time. Yeah. And we got it with Forgotten Lands. Yeah. Man. God damn, what a good game. Now I just kind of want to go back and play that game again. <laughs> um, Moving on, though. Let's go. We'll move into April. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga came out uh, finally after several delays. Um, I thought it was fine, but people seem to really love it. I'm not the. I was something that was really big in the Lego games for a long time and then fell off uh, probably a little over a decade ago and then jumped back into this one. It's like, it's fine. It's just, it's definitely one of those games though. It's like, it's so, it's a family friendly game. This is like not a game that like, you know, if you're like someone that wants like, if you want Lego and Star Wars, you'd be happy with this, but if you want like a challenge, uh, like any uh, any sense whatsoever, not for you. Um, it'll be the show 22 came out. That's on April April fifth as well. Uh, coming that came with Game Pass. Still crazy to think that's a day one Game Pass game. Um, I actually didn't even play that. Did you play that at all, Gables? Mm. You know what, Tyler? I think I only played that for like not even like an hour until I uninstalled it because it was just the same old stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think I saw like MLB sixteen over here somewhere because I have my my MLB the Show character on there. Mm. Uh, Godfall Ultimate Edition. The the game that just never is not funny to me. Where I remember like that was a, that was a PS5 <laughs> launch game, and then last year they did like a big the big selling point to that game was like it's on PS4. It's on PS4 now. Yeah, that was a big selling point. It was like we're going back a generation. We're like everybody's like celebrating. Hey guys, next gen. Here's the next gen version, and then like here's Godfall. Like hey, here's the last gen version. We're finally putting it out now. Uh, here's this game that nobody cared about coming <laughs> to uh, the PS5 day one. And hey, good for you for getting that that day one of a console launch uh, boost. Um, but that's just I don't know. I, I just always find that, I'll never not find that funny. Um, scrolling through, we're in April now. Kind of the end of like we had like I said we had that pretty crazy first few months. And I'm trying to see if. Yeah, there really wasn't too much in uh, April that I actually jumped upon. Yeah, Rogue Legacy 2 came out to early access. Yeah. Uh, April 28th. Uh, Nintendo Switch Ports came out April 29th, so that happened. Um, right. Well, I mean, it's one of the best-selling games of the year, but I feel like that's just... Well, like, yeah, absolutely. That game right. just kind of... I don't know. I don't think anybody actually really liked that game. Everybody I heard that played that game just didn't really care for it, so... Right. Um... Okay, we're growing into May here. Trek to Yomi, remember coming out? I remember playing through that whole game in one sitting on my birthday. My birthday is on <laughs> May seventh. 
Yeah. I remember playing through that game like half, like near halfway and stuff, and just like I had my fill. Yeah. I just uninstalled the game and I was done. I remember like talking to you about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, well, you could just yeah. stop. <laughs> you could, you don't need to play this game anymore." Because like we were at the same, like I think I like I beat the game and like I was talking to you about it, and I was just like, yeah. you, "You don't need to play this game anymore." Like, man, I was so excited for that game. Yeah, as was I, because it had a lot of good promise and stuff, but it didn't visuals. really execute upon the gameplay aspect and also in terms of uh, the visuals aspects of it as well. I yeah. mean, that game had definite lag in regards to try to counterattack things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I remember, forgot about that. Yeah, like the the timing was always off on that game. Mm-hmm. Um, scroll through some more May stuff here. Evil Dead the game came out. Roller Champions, remember that game, the Ubisoft game that was announced like Somewhat. five years Never. ago? It's that like roller derby game. And with guns. Yeah. Well, no, there's no guns. You just like throw the the ball through the little, little loop thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just forgot about that shit. I didn't, didn't even realize yeah. the thing was a game this year. Yeah, I think um, that game came out May 25th. And I would say by noon, May 25th, everybody forgot about the game as well. So Yeah. Um. Scrolling through, let's go to June now. It was definitely, man. Like, I remember yeah. there was like a long gap in between big games coming out, but I, I did not yes. realize the gap was April that and May was definitely that thing for the both of us, yeah. where we were just playing previous games or whatever the heck during yeah. that time. Yeah. Playing uh, June, the Quarry came out June tenth. What a fantastic fucking game! Like, um, I'm someone that loves super massive games. Um, and I was so pumped when they announced Quarry. Like, I like the dark, <laughs> dark uh, uh, picture anthology games. Um, you know, I talk about a lot. Where like, um, what was the first one? I always forget the name of the first one. The one on the bench. oh my gosh. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, that game was like it was mid. It was like a seven out of ten, six out, six point five out of ten. It was fine. Like I enjoyed it for what it was. It was a short game. It was like four. It was like a four hour game. Um. A little hope came out the following year, and I'm like, it's better. It's definitely good. It's definitely like a 7.5 out of 10. And then uh, House of Ashes came out 2021, and I'm like, we are getting somewhere, guys. This was fucking awesome. I really like this game. It made my top 10 list. Um, and then the quarry came out this year, and it was we finally went back to where I wanted to be. Um, I just spaced. What's the name of the game they made? The first game that blew up for them. Oh gosh, that was until dawn. Until dawn, thank you. I went to go say it and it was gone in my, in my mind. Until like we are finally going back there and like, we had like David Arquette, we had all these like um, some more popular actors and I'm like finally a full like length like game for them. It was like eight, it was like full length for them, like eight ten hours. And I adore this game. I love this game so much. My biggest complaint was it came out in June. Where like I want to play this game at night, but I'm old. Now and like, even though I was literally on vacation that week, I'm like, I'm only gonna play this game at night. And every night, like, I had to wait till like 9:30 for it to get dark out. I go play the game, and then by 10:30, mm-hmm. I get tired and go I have to go to sleep. Uh, even though I was on vacation <laughs> for the whole week, yeah. uh, but I ended up playing the whole game, and I fucking love that game. That game mm-hmm. is so fucking good. Um, so yeah, like, uh, man, that was a really good. Oh, man, I forgot that game came out. Those games, man. Like I, I kind of forgot the game came out this year. It feels so long ago, but uh, also came out June 10th. Mario Strikers Battle League, just kind of a game that was just kind of 
thought it came out. It came and went. It is the stereotypical type of uh, past couple of uh, Mario Sports title releases on the Switch where they come out with some sort of fanfare and stuff. People play through them like in the span of a week, get a lot tired of them, and just like just forget about it. Yeah. Even though Nintendo does like an initial like support with some things, maybe for out the full yeah, but it's year so or something lame. afterwards. Yeah. yeah, it's I got burned in regards to Mario Golf and like yeah. a Super Rush last year and stuff. I did not bite, I did not pull the trigger on like the whole Battle League stuff this year because of the fact I downloaded that demo, I played it and stuff, but at the same time, there really was not enough there to keep me wanting to play it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, I think we've, like we, like you said, you got burned, and like, I think we learned where, like, they talk about these, like, Mario sports games, right? I got, I got burned with, like, Mario tennis and stuff, and I'm like, yep. right, I'm done. Uh, but, like, I remember, like, I think I got, like, I got it from, like, Gamefly or something, uh, Mario tennis, and I played it for, or, uh, Mario golf, and I played it for like, a couple hours, and, um, it's like I've been wanting a Mario Strikers game since like really the GameCube. Like the, the the Wii one was whatever, but the GameCube one was fantastic. But like and then like, hey, we're gonna do uh content afterwards and like they just announced like the, the final uh content thing for uh like like last week and it's just like That's so underwhelming. Yeah. It's just two characters and that's it. Yeah, it's like a couple characters, like a couple I don't know. I mean I don't know what they can add to like really, but it's like when the, when Nintendo says they're gonna do like post content updates, it's like I don't really have faith in you to like really add anything. What's like they did like I said like golf. They just well, stagnated sure. the they, entire roster. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. Yeah, it's like and it's like yeah, you literally just like held off on like the stuff that was probably done, and you just like we'll just add fucking um what what's her face from what what's the is it Daisy? Was it Daisy? Yeah, Daisy, I think they yeah. added later. Yeah. Added Daisy later. Yeah, it's like like a month later. It's like, okay, that game was, uh, she was probably done and you just add her like a month later. Uh, or it's the same thing where it's like Mario Golf where they added like the the, the, uh, the new Donk City course Yeah. Like, a few weeks later and like, oh, okay. And then a couple characters and that was it. It's like, okay. I, I like Or like even like Nintendo Switch Sports like we talked about already where it's like, hey, Switch Sports, uh, the Golf version isn't going to be ready at launch but it'll be coming a couple months later. And then it's like, it just came out like a couple weeks ago. It's like cool. Like eight months later, you add golf, which is like probably the one thing that people wanted the most out of this thing. And you added eight months later, and I'm pretty sure anybody that actually cares, and at this point, probably doesn't care anymore. So um, I'll tell you what, though, the next thing though that uh, I could see upon this list here is neon white. Yes. Let me tell you something. Neon white. There's a reason why people consider that one of their top games, if not their game of the year of 2022. And it's because of how fucking addicting this game can be, especially when that one more game, one more try mentality kicks in. It's super fast. It's super stylish. Yeah, there's a lot of good anime like like uh, like aesthetics in regards to like the way it looks and stuff. The story is relatively interesting. You're like a a killer and stuff like that. That's you're pretty much like a, like a hitman or something like that that got uh, axed and stuff. And basically, you're trying to rem- trying to learn like about your memories and stuff like that through interactions with uh, other characters throughout the game. They have different type of colors and stuff as their code name and stuff like that, like yellow, green, red, like violet and stuff like that. And also, you're just neon white. You're supposedly this leader of this this like. Uh, gang or something like that and the initial play and the initial 
like uh, motivation behind things are rather clear and stuff, but it's it's so cool to go back to each individual stage and try to beat it as quickly as possible or collect specific collectibles in that regards or figure out how you can transverse a stage by discarding certain cards and stuff. I gotta admit, when this game was first unveiled at an, like an in, like a Nindy Direct and stuff like that, God, I was kind of like, okay, this looks promising, but at the same time, didn't know if the tr- the card aspect thing would actually latch onto me hmm. until I finally took the chance, bought it on eShop during that initial launch period and stuff, and started playing it. And I started really getting into it, and I stopped like right towards like uh, the center of it and stuff because other games were releasing and stuff. But that was such a solid gameplay experience. That was so tight yeah. in regards to its execution that. Uh, yeah, and and now it seems like almost anything now, if Annapurna is going to put something out, I'm at least going to be somewhat interested in seeing what it is because of how great Neon White turned out. Yeah, I mean, and what's crazy, like that same day, TMNT Treasure Revenge came out. Yes. Um, June 16th. Another um, fantastic game. And then yes. in Game Pass, day one game. And what Game Pass killed this year? Um, We're like, yeah, same thing. We're like the quarry where... Like that came out that Friday going into that week off I had. And then this came out that I remember that came out that same like I remember it came out and it was like a Thursday morning at launch. And I ended up playing through that whole entire thing in one sitting. That game. I mean, Shredder's Revenge, man. That is a love letter to longtime TMNT fans. Mm-hmm. It had so many awesome elements from the previous Turtles games, Turtles in Time, obviously, like the whole overworld type of selective type of things from like just jam full of like references from like characters from the TV show, like the whole the whole like channel news and stuff like that. April O'Neil, her co-workers and stuff, her boss and stuff, plus like the hidden characters and stuff like the freaking the punk to the punk frogs and stuff like that, like Rasputin and this and that, you know, like freaking the neutrinos and stuff, the futuristic teenagers and stuff that come from Dimension X and do all this other shit and stuff. It was just jam-packed with so many epic moments after epic moments. Like, face off against classic TMNT characters like this should be like the Rat King and freaking Bebop and Rocksteady and freaking Leatherfit, like like Leatherhead and stuff like that, you know? It was, it was like a freaking, like, kids, like a, a 90s kid's dream, just like yes. playing this type of a game. And I did not get that type of a feel since playing, like, little aspects of, like, TMNT, like, Turtles in Time, or even, like, the arcade game, dude. The arcade game. I have great memories of playing what little I did of the arcade game back when I was a kid. And then, like, on 360 and this stuff, you know, I'm playing some bits of Turtles here and there. But Shredder's Revenge is the definitive, like, like one of the best beat-em-ups. I think I've played in quite a long ass time, at least since Streets of Rage 4. When we went through, we beat that. I mean, Battletoads, when that was an initial yes. thing that oh, got best. The resurgence of the beat em up is Street definitely one of my favorite recycled like tr- like types and stuff from the 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that, like, um, I think it's Daimu, is people make that is the name of the studio. Yep. Uh, I hope that, like, they've earned enough money, like, I hope just double staffing and just make two games at once. Cause like, mm. um, I mean, I, I know it's only been three years since Street Rage four, but like, 
if I could just get a game from you like every 18 months, I would be so incredibly fucking happy because uh, they Dude. have between Street Rage 4 and Street Revenge, like um, they have made me a very happy boy. Um, and like I said, like just like the end of the game where like, like I think it's like Wu-Tang Clan just like has a song in there, if I'm not mistaken. By uh, Ghostface Killer. Yes. Yeah. Of all of all things, I was never expecting a rap song with freaking Ghostface Killer for Shredder's theme. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was fan fucking tastic. Uh, like, yeah. The only the only hard part about that game, like when I look back upon it, is like I beat the game in one sitting, so it's like so much yeah. was like jump up in like a couple hours with like man, I just need to go back and like maybe replay that game because that game is <laughs> fan fucking tastic. Um. Let's move on here, Gables. I feel like um, we had we had the the Cuphead Delicious Last Course June thirtieth. Yeah, um, we did. Yeah, that's great. I only touched maybe a little bit, but not a yeah, lot of that. Same here. I like even though I didn't beat the first game, I I bought it. It was like I think it was like eight bucks. I'm like I just want to support this guy. Yeah. So, um, man, yeah, the same thing for like Live Alive with me. You know, it's like I played the demo, played a little bit of it, but yeah, I had other stuff I wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, Monster and Rise Sunbreak, June thirtieth. Moving on to July here. Um, Power Wash Simulator, really good, actually a really fun game. As Dusk Falls, I really like that game as well. Okay. As well, um, that was another Game Pass Day One game. Um, it's definitely kind of like fits that category of like the if you're someone that wants like that Life is Strange kind of Telltale style game. Uh, and you have that gap in you, like that's a great game for that. Um. Uh, I don't like it's definitely really good. I don't have any like real complaints about it. Like I love like the kind of like the stop motion kind of storytelling they were doing with it. Um but like it's definitely not like the top tier of those things where it's not like it's not it's like it's definitely like an 8 kind of out of 10 kind of game where like I don't like I if you were someone that likes those style of games like a Telltale or like I said like Life Strange or whatever, like this is like a must play for you. Uh, but if like, you know, it's not like, it's not like, I feel like Telltale Walking Dead season one is like, uh, everybody needs to go out of their way to play this game. It's so fucking good. Um, this is like, if you like that style of game, this is a really good version, like a really good one of those games to play. So I don't know if it's going to make my top 10 list. Uh, but I, I definitely enjoyed that game. And, uh, if they do make, if they could make a sequel or continue on from this game, um, I would actually, I'd be really excited to go back and play more of it, but like, I'm not like, like, like jumping at the gill here to play, go back and play more of it. Um, Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels came out. Uh, oh yeah, that July. DLC. Stray also came out in July. Oh, that's uh, right. That was a pretty fun game. I mean, I was surprised by this game yeah. too. You know, it's like it was one of those. It was one of those type of games and stuff to where I played it a lot later on in the year. Yep. But it was definitely worth the while and stuff. It was a fun experience. It was didn't last too long as it could have been could have been and stuff. And honestly, it was pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I think I ended up beating it like less than like I think it was like three, three and a half hours. Like it's definitely like I remember like it was like that it was like a perfect game for like I remember I played it for like an hour before we recorded one night. And then the next morning I got up and I made some coffee and like I started playing it. I ended up just like beating the game and like I really had a really good time with this game. Um, definitely like it's more than just like the memes kind of game where like 
I have like Strangers of Paradise where like I like the game, but like I understand like the game is definitely deserving of the memes of it. Um, <laughs> like Stray is like it took over the internet because it's like yeah you're playing as a cat, but like this game is actually a, a pr- like a pretty good game here, like, a, like you know like even like a borderline really good game here. Um, you know, a really fun puzzle solving game. Um, I like what you know like closest thing we have to like a 3D uh, like limbo style game, I guess. Um, you know, like going around as a cat meowing a bunch of times and just like solving puzzles and uh, <laughs> kind of like going around and like figuring out what's going on in this world. Like, I like it's like cool, like world building stuff in here. Um, but yeah, like I think this game is like, yeah, for a game that like kind of blew up because oh, you're playing as a cat. Like, those games actually much better than the game that you're just playing as a cat. Uh, yeah. Um, and like I, I think sometimes that game kind of gets, gets lost in the conversation where like I think that game, I think there's a lot of negative connotations to this game. Or just how big it got because of the fact you're playing as a cat, um, which I don't think is fair. Because uh, like I said, this game is uh, much better than it is. But if you play as a dog, it'd be my game of the year. So <laughs> take that for what you will. Uh, but you mentioned already, Live Alive came out just July 22nd. Mm-hmm. I remember I played the demo of this game. I got I really liked it. I ended up buying the game uh, like on on a whim, and then I played more of the demo. And by the time the game got to me, I'm like. I actually don't like this game that much, <laughs> so I like I immediately <laughs> got rid of the game. Uh, but like, I, it's it's definitely not like I don't think this game is bad. I just it's not a me. It's not a Tyler game, so yeah. I don't know if you have anything you want to say on that one. Okay, no, not any longer. I mean, I played like a little bit of it, and that was it. Okay, all right. We'll move it on here. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three came out July 29th. Uh, yes, I played about six hours of that game. The gameplay is fantastic for it. It's one of those type of slow burn type of games to where you have to put multiple different hours and like sometimes like not just multiple different hours, but to really get a good extent of like the uh, not just the gameplay, but the story element of it and the world building and stuff. It's it's the type of RPG where you're going to have to spend like at least a good solid half a month or something like that to really get the full experience of it. Yeah, I played about six hours, but at the same point, I got a lot out of how the story was progressing, how relatively easy it was to simultaneously like just concentrate on what enemies I needed to focus on and then how to manage my characters and stuff. I was really getting into that stint. But uh, yeah, I put that down because once again, it's just the recurring trend. It's like there was like another game I really wanted to play during that time. Yeah, it's like I look at these, you know, but... Chronicle games, it's like, man, I think I could really get in those games, but then I hear it takes like 80 to 100 hours to beat those games, so I'm just like, I'm not even going to bother trying to get into them. So, um, moving on to August here. Uh, let's see, South of, the, South of the Circle, I played that game. It was whatever. Hindsight, I played that game. I love that game. Uh, I just made me cry too much, so I don't want to play any more of it. Uh, Cult of the Lamb, a game that kind of just kind of took over. It was still kind of t- taking over the uh, internet and the gaming world for quite a while there. Like, I definitely want to check the game out, check, the, check that game out, but it's just like too many big games come out, so uh, I just never got around to it. So, um, Rebelverse, another game, free to play game. It's like a wrestling, uh, 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 battle royale style game. Right. A game that I feel like you and I would really get into. It's just a matter of like. We just gotta check it out, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, multiverses, another free to play game. Uh, game that you and I both checked out, but it's yeah, it just didn't click with me. Yeah, um, Kirby's Dream Buffet, that game was kind of 
can't believe they put out a multiplayer game that doesn't have online. Um, <laughs> uh, Midnight Fight Express, August twenty third. I really like the game. It's like uh, if like they made like it's like if I wanted them someone to make a John Wick game, this would be that game I wanted them to make. But it's something. The biggest complaint was that game was just like went on for far too long. It's a game past mm-hmm. day one game. Where it's like I put like four hours in that game. I really liked it, and I realized I was like, I'm like a third of the way through this game. It's like, all right. Like if this game was like six hours, I would have just power. Th- I would have played through more of it. And I would have really liked it. But then I'm like, oh, this is like a ten hour game. It's like, no, I'm good. Like, it's not bad by any stretch. It's like a fantastic game. But it's like, it's a game I think would been for me would have been better as a shorter game. Um, same day though, Saints Row. Uh, man. What a bummer, because someone like me, Pete Cables, we both love Saints Row 3. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed Saints Row 4 for what it was. It wasn't as good as 3, but I thought 4 was still really good get, really good. And I just, I wanted, I really, really wanted to be excited for a Saints Row game, and what a bummer, you know? Um, it was just one of those moments where that thing was unveiled, I was like, I knew that this thing was not something I wanted to buy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was hoping to be wrong, but uh, this was not the case. Uh, Immortality, August 30th. Mm-hmm. This game I still want to play. It's on Game Pass Day 1 as well. Um, TMNT, Cowbone Collection. I know Gables, you got really into that. Yeah, that was such a fantastic collection of games. I tried out a slew of the old Turtles games, a lot of which it was the first time I've ever had a chance to play them. Oh, my gosh, dude. The fighting game portions of them. The NES one was really difficult. The SNES one was pretty fun and stuff. The Genesis one was okay. But, uh, God, yeah. There was just so many different types of fun in games. Like, even like with Turtles in Time, the arcade game, this and that and stuff. There was just so much enjoyment for me just replaying some of the games I played as a kid. Like, the, the original Game Boy, like, TMNT game. Because that's something I used to play a lot, too. Mm. And it's like, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why I put like about good solid twelve to fifteen hours into that. <laughs> uh, uh. We're on to September here though. We have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. Did you play that game, Gables? No, okay. I didn't have a chance really to play that fighting game. Okay. I mean that was really knee deep inside of like the Turtles collection and also another game that released in September. <laughs> Biomutant. Yeah, I get it. Uh that- last is part one. Um December, uh, December 2nd I I had a great time replaying through that game but it's definitely one of those things where it's like if you if you miss that game hey here it is um, but if you didn't care about it there it went so um, Splatoon 3 go Gables December 9th yep. it's going to be talking about uh, I go to the bathroom Gables uh, let's, let's talk about what, what you loved about it alright so what I loved about Splatoon 3 is a lot of different things here Obviously, the remapping in terms of uh, exploring different terrains, a lot of different maps and stuff. Like previously in past Splatoon games and stuff, their single player campaign, you got into like a, like specific types of like areas and stuff, entered into different courses and stuff, and then like you'd use like specific number of weapons and stuff to clear the course with and stuff. But uh, for Splatoon three, they really expanded. Not just the level size, but also like the level areas for you to explore. And there were so much little collectibles that you can go forth and like just go forth and collect like the different uh, large area spaces that they had had. I really loved like transversing from like one area to the next and stuff. 
And the biggest thing that I loved about it, and it may sound stupid to some, but I loved covering every inch of like the freaking uh, areas and stuff with ink. Because every time you'd like shoot, like shoot ink like everywhere, like inside of a specific area, you always were constantly rewarded with stuff. And that in turn would help you like go forth and earn certain things for like your skill trees and like collecting this and that. It actually had level, it actually had RPG mechanics that were fairly fun to go forth and like not just to understand, but to implement and study your gameplay throughout the different courses. I did love the new weapons that were added to it, especially when it came to multiplayer stuff. So like with that, uh, the bow and also with that Splatana and stuff. Those were fun to use. I really got into playing Splatoon 3. I think I put like about 32 hours into it this year. It was definitely a fun experience. It's definitely, I feel, the best Splatoon game out of the initial trilogy. But uh, yeah, I really loved how the story tied up with it. I really love like, I really want more DLC content for Splatoon 3, especially like a like a separate story thing, like how Splatoon 2 did with like the Octo expansion and stuff. I, I pretty much think that we're probably going to get some form of announcement for that DLC sometime, maybe later on in 2023. But uh, I feel like it's the best Splatoon game out of the entire series. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, they, they did say they're gonna support it for like I think what two more years. So yeah, you, I gotta yes. imagine here soon we should hear some more about it. So uh, they just announced the uh, the next uh, Splatfest. So I think it's like what mm. like sugar sweet and sour or something like that. Um, yes. Yeah, I really like that. The online was uh, definitely had me hooked for like a good few weeks there. So um, moving on here, you suck at parking. A very fun uh, game that came out <laughs> Game Pass Day One. Uh, Metal Hellsinger. Hellsinger. Came out Game Pass Day One as well. Um, soundtrack's amazing for it. I'll yeah, just say that it was nominated for uh, uh, soundtrack for Best Music uh, Game Awards. Uh, Death Loop finally came to Game Pass uh, Day One on September twentieth. Uh, great game, one of my favorite games of the of last year. Um, September. Hmm. A lot of games, but nothing. That... Picross Eight, game of the year, every year. <laughs> I, I legitimately love Picross. I put a ton of, I, know, I put like, I, I saw like probably five hours in the Picross every year on game, on Switch. Um, probably one of my favorite. Like, if I had to like, you maybe like rank some of my favorite stuff about like do like a top ten things of like the Switch Picross. Um, like, the, I think we've had like nine or ten different Picross games come out mm. um, for the Switch, and that would be on it. So. Um, going into October here. Overwatch two, October fourth. Um, no more heroes. Came with everything else. October eleventh. Uh, Dragon Ball Breakers came out October fourteenth. Oh, I heard that was terrible. Yeah, I think I think games like ranked in like the sixties on Open Critic. Yeah. Uh, Playtale Requiem. I absolutely adore that game. Uh, it's one of those games where I feel like um, I know like it got like nominated for like game of the year, but it was like one of those games where everybody kind of like scoffed at when it got game of the year. And I kind of that's one of those things like typically like I kind of like let things go where it's like okay it's not for everybody or whatever. But that game that, that when I heard a lot of people like scoffing at that idea, um, I'm like all right, fuck off a little bit, okay. Uh, uh, I, I think the game was actually a lot better. Like I know 
like it's definitely like a game that like the first game especially was like uh trying to like stealth based what well like uh stealth based or something like that yeah like stealth based very much so and like uh, like the big thing was like they were comparing it to like double a last of us which was totally fair um and i feel like this was definitely like a big time built upon that um i love i thought the 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 world like the the environments were much better i thought the uh the storyline was much was the, the 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 characters and like where things were going was just much grander uh everything you want from a sequel and like the combat was just so much better where like the first game where it was like if you just got caught you were just fucked and and the sequel where it's like you get caught you have a chance to actually like it's definitely like it's still more like f- stealth focus but like you had a chance to at least like you know right. get out of things um where like yeah, i said the first game like that was not the case but uh yeah uh scorn gables game of the year so um in huh. here october 14th um Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed game I really want to check out, but uh, I'm waiting for a sale, but it's still like 40 bucks. It's funny that Alan Wake Remastered got put on Switch this year. That game was 14 years old, and the worst version of that game is on the Switch. <laughs> oh, wonders never cease. No. Uh, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Um, I know people are like, it's crazy, like, See the people that were like a lot more down on Kingdom Battle were uh, really up on this game, and it's like me that was blown away by Kingdom Battle was just like kind of down on Sparks of Hope. Like I don't think it's a bad game. It's just like the the things they they did different with Sparks of Hope just did not vibe with me. Um, Vampire Survivors, um, uh, I I can't not love that game. Uh, I was playing it last night. I was like, I'll play a couple games. Cause like games like anywhere from, you know, 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, it was like eight 30. I'm like, I'll play a couple games before I go to bed before I get, you know, I gotta get up early. Um, I looked over and it was like 10 30 at night. I was like, Oh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, so that game is utterly fantastic. So I, I checked my, I ended up just buying it. Even though it's on game pass, uh, I just bought it. It's there like, you go. It's like a, you get, think if you get like 20% off on game pass, uh, it's like a $5 game. So I got it for four bucks. Uh, and then the DLC just came out this week, and it's like two dollars. So I got like, I got the game and the DLC for like less than six bucks. So it's huh. like one of those things where it's like I just want support, uh, support the, the game developers in that one. So even though it's probably, it's not a lot to them, like hey, I'm sure every little bit counts. Uh, Gotham Knights come out October twenty first. It just came and went. Really, I mean, there wasn't yeah. really too much fanfare with it it was just more or less a lot of critiques because of how like uh how they were touting this is going to be like released on like current generation systems even though it wasn't even optimized for current generation systems yeah yeah it's like there's the 30 frames per second you know what the fuck are we doing here um yeah it's like i said i was talking about like last week on, on last week's episode where it's like i so badly wanted this game to be really good and I'm really, I'm really, this game actually is like a big bummer to me. It's like, it's probably like of the games, most disappointing games are games I didn't play. I think Gotham Knights is probably number one just because yeah. I so badly wanted to like be excited for this game. Uh, and like I said, I was on my last week. I'm like, if I could, if I find it for like 20, 30 bucks or something like that, use somewhere like, like a clearance bin or whatever. Um, 
it's had, it's had some patches since then. So, um, no, maybe I'll check it out then. But uh, such a disappointment. Um, new Tales of the Borderlands. It's like you and I, Gills, we both love Telltale's Tales of the Borderland. Uh, if you would have told me that we were getting a sequel to this, I would have been like fucking blown away and super pumped for it. But like, it's it's not it's Gearbox making it. It's not Telltale making it. Yeah. Um, and it just felt like kind of like Gotham Knights. Feel like it kind of just came out. Yeah, that's a shame though. That's probably one of the more disappointing things to wear. Expecting we weren't expecting much because it's from Gearbox, like making it and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the fact that we did not even realize this game was still out or even out in that initial stint and stuff and didn't really care about it. Yeah. That's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's one of those games. Like I knew it came out and it was just like, man, I, like, people like talked about it. It's like, eh, like, oh, well, God damn it. Uh, another game, like kind of big news came out. Persona five Royale came out to everything. Finally came out to PS five. Yep. Um, the Xbox, PC switch. It's on game pass as well. Um, Absolutely. It's that type of game to where if you don't play a lot of RPGs and you really want to try to get into the genre and stuff, this is definitely an excellent place to start. Yeah. Um, maybe I don't know. I, I keep saying it's like, maybe this is the time I finally play it, but then I like, I hear it's like super, like it's like a hundred hours. And I'm like, then you look at like the release schedule for like January and February and March and like, in Feb and uh, April and May and June, like, I don't know if I'll ever get to this game. <laughs> so, I will so say games, this, like, man. I need like two months. When I initially did my playthrough of Persona 5 Royal, I knew full, I knew full on that uh, this is the type of experience where it can last up for which is like 100 hours or something like that. But literally, the minutes and sometimes the hours will melt away because yeah. of how quality, how much good quality. The combat is how much good quality the dungeons are, how much good quality the story is, the character development, the various details upon different environments and stuff, the the uh, persona, the demons that you make and stuff that that uh, you encounter and stuff, and like you know convincing them to join your team and then combining and doing all this other stuff, the social link stuff with all this other stuff that'll add the benefits to your characters and your teammates and stuff. I mean, there's so much depth into like in persona five Royal that you literally will just melt time <laughs> with yeah. playing a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And that, that's kind of like the awesome thing about it that I hear about it, but also like the reason why I probably won't be able to play this game for a while. Cause like, like I said, I look at like, there's just no gaps. There's no, like, like I said, I need like probably a solid, like minimum four weeks to, to eight weeks of like nothing. Uh, <laughs> and I look at like next year and I'm like, there's just nothing. There's no gaps. So I don't know when we will get to it. Like, um, not like writing it off forever, but it's like, uh, that's, I don't know when I'm going to get to that thing. Uh, beta three, October 28th. I, I really like this game. There's a lot of things I like about this game, but I feel like it's going to be like a game that like, I, I love beta two so much. Uh, you, you know, this game was announced game awards, 2017, finally came out you know five years later and it's like it's hard like it's still a really good game but it's like overall i feel like overall like chapter 12 alone if like chapter 12 almost deserves to be in the top 10 games of the year mm. by itself but like 
the game as a whole, I just kind of feel like it was still really good. It's like a, it's like a, like I don't know. You put review scores on this stuff like eight point five, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't really care for the ending. I didn't care for the fact that you you played as a different character for like a third of the game. I did. I definitely did not like playing as a third, a different character for the third of the game. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought the game was still very good. I just like peak beta three deserves to be like top three game of the year. I feel like the rest of the game though is like it's still really good. It's even good, but like yeah, did not blow me away like I hoped it would. Um, yeah, moving on here though. Marvel for two came out. Uh, Resident Evil Village Shadow of Roses. It's a game. Oh man, I totally forgot that came out actually. I need to. I don't even know if how well that did. I don't know if like what's the overall. I don't even know if the consensus on the Shadow Rose DLC. Um, so I should probably look at. But uh, moving on to November here. The Chance is a game I definitely want to check out, but I want wait for a sale. Harvest Stella. It's funny that that game came out. It's funny that game came out. Gables. Square Enix game. The game came out and the review codes didn't go out till Monday. Yep. So the game came out on a Friday. And they sent review codes out till the following Monday. Yeah. That's right. That should tell you how they feel about that game. <laughs> like, <laughs> how they, so they probably knew that game was not going to be good. Um, Song Frontiers come out. Uh, we talked about November 8th. We talked about mm. that last week. About the, the shock that was number four in the uh, MPDs. Um, but I've seen it like the, the very next week. It was on sale for like 30, 40 bucks. So. True. Yeah, but I mean, like it's like the best selling Sonic like launch ever. So, uh, you think you're gonna be picking that game up anytime soon? Possibly. It's definitely out. Of, it's definitely in the realm of possibility and stuff. I mean, I am interested in wanting to play it. Yeah. Um, got a little Ragnarok. Um, it's greatest game of all time. I don't really have anything to add to that. Um, Somerville. What a disappointment that game was. The game could have been so good. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of meh. Like a seven. Pentiment is a game I was actually really excited for. That's the Obsidian, like, you know, murder mystery game. Yes. Um, I was actually, like, really excited for that game. Then I heard it was, like, a 20 hour game. I'm like, ah, never mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it would have been, like, you know, eight hours or six hours. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll check the game out. That game sounds great. And then I'm like, ah, oh, it's like 15 to 20 hours. I'm like, yeah, all right. I don't need to play that game. Um, Good Simulator 3. I forgot that. That, that game just kind of came out, didn't it? It came out. I didn't even realize that. I didn't even see much of anybody covering it or anything but, but I, talking about it. I've heard really good things about it. People really like that game. But man, November 17th, just a terrible time to come out for a video game. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. You know, I yeah. Like that. Um, I honestly, technical issues aside, I really loved my experience playing Pokemon Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. I like the story. I like the aspects of separating the three different paths and stuff. The bases and stuff were probably the weakest part about it, but we've we've already speak, spoken yeah. like Ignazian and about it. But I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. So. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Devil in me. I definitely want to play the game, but it's just like it came out at a bad time. Came out literally the same day as Pokemon. Came out the week after God of War, um, and just you know work is busy, so it's like that's. Uh, like if there's a game I want to check out in the next couple of weeks, we do we do our game of the year stuff. 
I think Devil in Me is like my my top tier game I want to check out. Um, moving on, we are getting into December here. Um, Marvel Midnight Suns, shockingly, like that game is actually apparently really good. So um, good for them. That's like the XCOM style game. Need for Speed Unbound. I really liked like when I played it that. Like that's on like the EA Play trial stuff. Uh, but I did hear after like about the five hour mark, the game opens up and it turns into like every other open world driving game. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I, I kind of like the like I kind of just miss a driving game where it's like you just like start like all right, do the race. All right, go back to the base. All right, go to the race. I don't. I, I just kind of over open world driving games at this point. So. Um, Super Kiwi 64. I, I said, that, said that trailer to you. Game was I heard yes. excellent things about the game. So I don't know if you ever played that game or not, but uh, I still haven't played that game. I really need to though. Yeah, I heard. I, it just seems like I looked. I watched the trailer for that. I'm like, this is a Gable last Gable game right here. <laughs> uh, Protocol. I talked about it last week or two weeks ago. I beat it. Um, I like the game quite a bit. There's still a lot of issues with that game, but um, I don't know. Like, it's one of the games like. There's no like glaring issues there, but I don't think there's anything like I think if Dead Space remake wasn't coming out next month or in six weeks, whatever it is, uh, I would say this is like a must buy. But like, I feel like with Dead Space remake coming out, it's like maybe you can just wait for Dead Space. I don't know. But like, I would say this is definitely like if you're a Dead Space fan, pick that game up. But like, um, yeah, I did not did not live up to what I was hoping. Like that was like. When I saw Callisto Protocol gameplay for the first time back in like I think Summer Game Fest, yes, I was like, I'm looking at this game like a, a a game of the year contender, like top two three game of the year game, and as we're beating it, I'm like, I don't even know if this game will be in my top ten list. So, uh, moving on here, Crisis Core came out on Tuesday. Um, I watched the first like two minutes of the opening trailer, so that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to play more of that. Uh, High on Life. I talked about that last week. Um, Witcher Three came out to next gen consoles. Uh, you think that's gonna? That's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. We made it through the whole year. Went way longer than I thought we would. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, what? A, I mean, what? A, this is a fantastic year. This has been one. I don't know if this will be like when we look back at like greatest years of all time. Maybe this doesn't hit because it doesn't have like the depth of like really great games like a 2007 or a 2017 does or like a 2018 yeah. does. Uh, but I feel like the like there's like two or three really great games that came out this year, uh, like game of the generation style games. But then yes. like there's just like 20 other like really great games that came out this year, like eight 8.5 style games that came out this year. Right. Um, but like yeah, there's like there's like Two or three like nines and tens, and then a fuck ton of just like, wow, what a really good game that came out. Like, but uh, yeah, I don't know if like I said like there's just like that depth of like, holy shit, like this game is a ten out of ten, but it might be seventh on my best game of the year list kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what a good year. I mean, absolutely. I, I think this game like I think. When we look back, I think I like you know, in like the what we've been doing this since 2013. 
Yes. Like, or this is like our ninth year of doing this. Um, this would probably be like, and like, if I had to rank the years, probably be like third. Behind, yeah. Like maybe fourth. Uh, twenty twenty was actually like a low key, pretty good, like a really good year. Um, but like, I'd say like twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Ooh, twenty sixteen was actually really good too. <laughs> that's something we should do here maybe next year i'll just yeah. rank the year the game yeah. releases and After stuff like, from the past 10 years yeah we do like 2023 uh, 2023 we're like we'll have 10 years of oh of boy games. maybe we do like we rank we do like a ranking of the top 10 years of the last 10 years of gaming that would make a lot of sense if we can just oh, uh, constructualize at the top 10 of each year for the past 10 years and stuff and compare them to one another that's there you go idea. i'm gonna add that uh top 10 years of the last 10 years all right cool i'm gonna write down maybe like end of year next year we just do that yeah um okay yeah i think that's gonna wrap it up guys uh yeah hope you guys enjoyed this um i think we might make we might just make this like a yearly tra- tradition of like the holiday like the christmas week thing where like we just do this because i actually really enjoyed this um it's kind of it's kind of like sometimes yeah like i said like the year just kind of flies by and you just kind of forget about some of this like a lot of the stuff that happened and like kind of brings you back to like even though it only like might have only been like six seven eight months ago right it feels so much longer um so yeah like uh definitely uh having a good time with this um but hey check us back next week we'll be back uh, on sunday january 1st we'll be back talking about our uh we'll be starting our top 10 games of the year list so gales and i'll get started on that but uh i was so 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 and i've been colonel gables until next time everyone Thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gibbles. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See ya.